Hello and what's going on guys? It's William and Dean from Sports360. Topic is going to be Rookie of the Year uh, with Zion, Jaw, and that battle, and then some honorable mentions. Let's jump into it. First, we're going to start with Zion. So, he averaged a strong 23.6 points, uh, which is really good for the fact that he only had half the year to do all that. Um, his assist was 2.2, so not wonderful, but that's because he's a power forward, and that's how he gets his points in the paint. Uh, he averaged also 29.2 minutes a game, uh, which showed that his coach obviously trusted him to get put him in for pretty much half the game. Uh, his field goal percentage was pretty strong at a pretty solid 8.9% throughout the year. And then his field goal, his three-point percentage, percentage was 46.2, which is also pretty good for the fact that he's a big man. It's actually really good the fact that he's a big guy and mostly gets all his points on in the paint. So, Dean with Jaw. So, I have an argument for Jaw as winning rookie of the year. He averaged 3.5 rebounds, 6.9 assists, and 17.6 points per game in 30 minutes. He averaged 37.3% from the three-point and 49.2% from the field. And the reason he should win Rookie of the Year is because he played out a full season against full-strength teams. Now, Zion also has a very good chance of winning the MVP because of his stat line. Uh, now, now we're going to piggyback off of what each other said. So, Zion, his point percentage was actually better. Uh, he averaged more points than Jaw, but that was mainly because Zion kind of had to carry his team on the back because the fact that they're... The Pelicans, no offense to the Pelicans, but they were not a great team besides, I don't know, maybe J- maybe J.J. Redick, but uh, Brandon Ingram was pretty good, and Zion together, that was a pretty good, uh, that was a pretty good duo. Also, um, the reason John Morant should win is because he has a team surrounding him that he can play with very well. So, Brandon Clark, um, Jared Jackson Jr., and there's also some vets on that team, like Andre Iguodala, who did get traded to the Heat. Yeah, going back to the rebounds, uh, Zion obviously pretty much had double the rebounds of of Jaw just because of his bigger size. He also got 2.2 assists, which was uh, what's his name? Jaw had almost triple that just because of the fact that he's a little more agile and point guards mostly use that assist to their advantage to get the big guys the ball in the paint. Uh, also, the, I mean, Jaw averaged 30, 30 minutes a game, so that's pretty solid there with the minutes. Uh, yeah, I mean, field goal percentage was almost the same. Jaw, uh, Jaw did have a little bit less than... Zion. Zion had a really strong uh, field goal percentage. He also had really good three-point percentage, almost uh, plus ten on that for both of that for both of those. So I agree with that totally. Um, I do want to talk about some other people who could have won Rookie of the Year, but these two just shined their light way too big. Um, we have Kobe White and Tyler Harrow, who were just very good players, but they just didn't have the 
Tyler Harrow had a great team surrounding him, but the Bulls just aren't a great team to surround Kobe White. But Tyler Harrow has been an amazing player this season. I just think John Morant and Zion are just much more bigger names, and they have done much more. And Kendrick Nunn. Yeah, Kendrick Nunn. He has. Nunn? He had a great season. He was actually. He's actually in the in the race with Zion and Jaw. Just just because of how such an impact player. Uh, if we look if we look at his stats, I mean, fifteen point seven points per game, two point six rebounds, three point six assists. Not as fancy and shiny and just poppy, eye popping as Jaw and Zion didn't have the most, didn't have the best highlight reel as of Zion. Yeah, he, he was, was also undrafted. He, he and was played in the yes. G League in the summer league, and then yeah. he just popped off. So he came into the NBA and he was playing really good with, along with Tyler yeah. Harrow, um, Jimmy Butler, and the rest he of the Heat team. Um, I think. Andre Iguodala, if the season ever comes back, would be a really good influence on the young players on that team. Definitely, definitely. Uh, he he did, he went to the Rising Stars game and he, he had a he had a pretty solid game. Uh, he averaged he had twenty. Miles Bridges did win MVP. He did that win that. Uh, he did win that. So that was. But as you know, he's not a first-time rookie coming into the NBA. He's had a couple years to think about what he's been doing and all that stuff. He is a rookie, but he hasn't. Yes, correct. Uh, uh, Kendrick Nunn, really good Rising Stars game. He averaged like 20 minutes in that game. Seven field goals made, two three-pointers, two steals, one assist. Uh, and he's had a pretty solid pretty solid game. It's just fun fun to watch him and the other people play. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, Dean, any other thoughts before you wrap this up? Um. This is very off topic, but um, I kind of had it on my mind. Um, people have been saying that Tracy McGrady is a better player than Vince Carter, and I want to debate that. Um, I debate on Vince Carter. Who are you thinking? That I'm actually, is the I'm actually thinking uh, T-Mac on that one, but we will stay tuned for our episode on that, guys. Uh, so, yeah, William and Dean signing off. Hope you all are blessed, staying safe in quarantine. Yeah. Thank you.